Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. I know you could be utilizing your valuable time in other ways, but thank you so much for spending your time with me today. Uh, Hey, today we're going to continue with the theme of our leadership equation, and we're going to dive into one of the variables, the, the first variable that shows up in the leadership equation. But if you're curious about the leadership equation you want to know more information about the leadership equation you can just simply uh, go back to the previous podcast episode episode number 86 and that is where i describe uh, the leadership equation uh, all the variables of it and and uh, the mathematics behind it and the benefit of having such an equation or, or such a formula for measuring your leadership effectiveness in a very real-time and objective way. So if you're interested in that, head back to episode number 86. Uh, Listen to that if you haven't done so already. And then you can come back to this episode where we're going to dive into the very first variable that's in the equation, and that is credibility. I'm going to explain what credibility is, uh, why it's important, uh, but probably most important in this episode talk to you about how you can begin to build your credibility uh, as a leader. Before we dive into that, let me again remind you about our leadership calculator. Uh, the, the leadership equation is the math that's beneath the leadership calculator, but our leadership calculator is a free tool available to you for the purpose of measuring your leadership effectiveness. Again, in real time and in an objective manner, you can get feedback on your leadership level, your leadership effectiveness. But again, more more importantly, you get information, you get a report from us that describes for you exactly how you can improve your leadership effectiveness based on the result that you get from our calculator. So be sure you take advantage of that. We additionally offer the opportunity for you to send that calculator to your team or maybe others that you work with, your peers, and get their assessment of your leadership as well. There's great value in you utilizing the tool for the purpose of getting feedback from others and their assessment of your your leadership. So be sure you take advantage of that. Head over to CredibleLeaders.com forward slash calculator. CredibleLeaders.com forward slash calculator will take you to, uh, to our leadership calculator. So be sure, again, that you take advantage of that. Now, let's kind of, let's dive in to Uh, The first variable that is in the leadership equation, and that is credibility. Uh, So as we talk about credibility, I want to do a few things here. I want to first kind of describe what credibility is as it relates to leadership, why it's important uh, to you as a leader to build and have credibility. And then again, as I said earlier, probably most important, I want to give you uh, some ways that you can begin to build your credibility um, if you feel like you don't have that currently, or or even if you do have credibility in your leadership currently, 
uh, how can you expand that? How can you grow that even more? Right. So uh, let's first of all, first of all, let's talk about what credibility is. One of my one of my favorite books on leadership is one of the earliest books that I ever read on leadership. It's called The Leadership Challenge. Uh, I was given this book by a captain uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, um, and uh, I was just so enamored by the idea that uh, you know the the captain of our platoon gave me a book, saw me fit to receive a book. But it was also it was also while I was in the Marine Corps, it was kind of the first. Um, reading material that I received that wasn't um, Marine Corps propaganda, right? It wasn't uh, uh, documentation created by the Marine Corps. This was this was a secular book. Uh, at the time, it was edition number two, I believe. Now, I think the book is on um, edition number six or something like that. Uh, but anyway, uh, the book is called The Leadership Challenge. And in that book, the second chapter of that book the two authors talk about the foundation of leadership as being credibility. And so I think it's important, first of all, that we talk about, well, what is credibility? What does it mean, especially as it relates to leadership? Uh, Credibility is, it's this track record of success that you have, or it's a, it's a history of success, if you will. Right? So uh, there is some, some evidence some historical evidence, some hard evidence, if you will, that your team can look at and see that you have this track record, you have this history um, that you can win, you can succeed, maybe as an individual, uh, maybe as a team member, um, and maybe as a leader. But there's something that they can look at, right? There's some track record or some history. There's some hard evidence that, or experience that they've had that they can look at and and recognize this track record or this history of success. Now, this is important in your leadership because and and you know the authors of the book uh, the, the leadership challenge they talk about that this is important because what this provides what credibility provides for you as a leader it provides a a hope a believability in the 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 minds and hearts of your team members, right? It, for for your team members, they're looking for, or they're asking themselves, is it possible that we as a team can win? Is it possible that we can succeed? And when they're asking themselves that question, they're oftentimes looking at the leader. In this case, you, they're looking at the leader and asking themselves, is this leader capable of care, you know, leading our team into success? Is there, is there something there that I have seen or that I have experienced that would indicate to me as a team member that our leader can get us to success? Okay, so credibility provides for your team members, it provides this believability. It provides for your team members this this hope that success is possible. Okay. And, and so they they get your team members get that believability or that or they build that hope within themselves, not based on um you know some title, not based on uh, any type of authority maybe that you feel like you have, 
they they get that believability they receive that hope based on a track record of success or based on some type of history of success and so that's why credibility is so important to you as a leader so let me tell you a quick story of my own leadership experience that i believe will you know give you a good example of why credibility is so important uh, many years ago um, I was brand new to a large team. Um, I had actually uh, switched companies. Um, I had uh, grown through the ranks within one company, and um, uh, I was uh, a leader of, uh, of essentially all of the software development within this first company. And over, what you can see there is over time, I had built credibility. I was there for many, many years, and my leadership responsibilities had just grown over that time. And so throughout all of those years, I was building credibility with the team that I was leading. Okay. And so as we uh, made changes, as we went through various struggles, as we uh, made our way through maybe difficult projects and things like that, then I was able to provide for my team some hope, some, some believability that we would still be successful even through these struggles because I had credibility, because I had this, this history, this track record with them that they were able to, to look back upon and, and believe that we could succeed. But then when I changed jobs, when I went to a different company, uh, well, now I'm, I'm brand new to that new team. And so I, I'm starting over again, if you will. I, I have no credibility yet with this team because I'm brand new to them. They they know nothing of that history that I had built in my previous team, in my previous company. Um, and, and so one of the things that, or one of the primary reasons that I was brought into this new team, that I was hired into this new team, is to um, is to make a, a, a an operational transformation, if you will, make a pretty massive change in the way that this new engineering group or new to me, but make a massive change to the way this engineering group operated. That's one of the primary reasons that the company brought me in as the leader was to, uh, you know, make that change. And they brought me in to make that change because I had made the exact same change previously with my other team. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm now the leader of this brand new team. <clears throat> I had taken the time to to get to know the team, to get to know uh, you know the key key players. I'd taken the time and put in a, the effort to begin to build relationships and, and you know and, and, and things like that. So um, this wasn't as if I was just showing up day one and suddenly I was making these massive changes. I, I'd put in a lot of work at this point to build relationships and things like that. But it came a time when I needed to introduce, this change, this operational change that we were going to make. And I knew that, it, you know, it's a big change. It impacts essentially everyone on the team. And I knew there would be lots of concern, lots of doubt. And, and, and so I, I, um, I, I did what I think appropriate around, I worked with key team members to, uh, you know, introduce the change to them first to, to garner some champions, if you will, of the change and all. Um, but it, at one point, in this transition, I was presenting to the entire organization 
this change that we were about to undertake. And, and so I was very, um, it's top of mind to communicate why we're making this change, you know, what's in it for the team and the team members as related to making this change. I was very transparent about how difficult making the change might be, some of the struggles we might run into and so forth. Anyway, I was, I felt like doing a really, really good job of, of navigating the team through the beginning of this change. And one of the key team in, in that presentation of, to, to the entire staff, this change that we were about to start making, one of the key team members, I so appreciate him asking this question um, because it, it somewhat helped me recognize that at the moment, I didn't have credibility. But one of the key team members in that group meeting that we had with everyone asked me the question. I, you know, I kind of offered up the opportunity. Anybody can ask questions throughout this uh throughout the presentation of this change. And he was bold enough to ask me the question, Michael, have you ever made this type of change before? And it dawned on me at that moment that I had not, I had not communicated, I had not given this team any kind of believability or any kind of hope that as their leader, I could help and I could navigate them through this change. The answer to his question was yes. In fact, I had already done this exact same change, um, carried a team through this exact same change three times prior. One of those times, the first time, was an utter failure. And then the second time, and then the third time with a with a, yet a third team, another team, I was successful. And so I had a lot of history with making this exact same type of change. And in fact, like I said, one time was a failure in making the change. And, and I learned from that and, and came back. And, and the second time we were very successful in it and then went on to another team within that company and made the change again. And we were successful. And, and so it was just so important that that individual asked me that question and especially asked me that question, you know, in front of the entire team. And I just so appreciate his willingness to raise his hand and, and ask that question. I don't believe he asked that question in any type of malicious way whatsoever. What he was looking for, and in fact, what many of the team members were looking for, just probably not um, willing to voice it out loud the way he did, but what he was looking for was he was looking for some hope. He was looking for some believability. He was looking for something, some type of evidence that would give him this belief that as a team, we could make this change and we could make it successfully, that it would lead to success for us. And so he, in front of everyone, asked me the question, have you ever made a change like this before? And it afforded me the opportunity to um, share with them, share with the entire team, uh, kind of the history, the story uh, behind all three of the examples that I have of making this change in the past. And then, in fact, I, I was very transparent and shared with the team how uh, how it failed, This making this transition, making this change failed the first time and the lessons that I learned from that and in the failure uh, and then how I, we were able as a team to come back and try it again a second time and we were successful and I was able to give them 
some of the results and so forth um, from making the change to better um, better describe the, the reasons why we should make this change and, and the benefits it has for each of the team members uh, in making this change. But it was in that moment that I recognized I'm, I'm brand new to this team and therefore I have no track record of success. I have no history of success. Um, so I was able to um, recognize that and recognize the importance of I need to build credibility with this brand new team. Uh, now, I, I wish I was um, wise enough to explain to you, well, I knew that from the beginning. It's a brand new team. They don't know me. One of the things I need to work on as a leader is building my credibility. But the truth is, it wasn't really until that moment that I uh, recognized how important building my credibility as this new leader was. Again, because in my past uh, employer I'd grown through the ranks over the years, and so I'd built credibility over time. Here I am in a brand, in a leadership role in a brand new team. I have no credibility yet. Um, and it wasn't until that meeting and that question that I really recognized it's really important that as a leader, I begin to build credibility uh, so that it provides for this team some hope, some believability that we as a team will succeed. Okay. So th there's just one example uh, that I can give you specifically as it relates to my need as a leader to build credibility and the importance of that again, because what it, what it does, it provides for your team, this hope, this believability in the success of the team. Now, one of the questions you have to be left with now, understanding credibility, what it is and, and why it's important to you and your leadership, you have to be asking the question, well, okay, how do I build credibility? And I just want to explain that one of the first mistakes that we make as it relates to building credibility is we we have this idea or we have this notion that a track record of success, that, that the success in, in our history is only those big, you know, large, grandiose, important successes, right? So, um, if you're like me and maybe you are in the engineering world, software development world, then you look at the successful completion of a big project, right? You deliver the project on time, on budget, good quality, all of those things. That is a success, right? Well, the, the, the struggle there for a leader is that those large projects take a long time, nine months, a year sometimes, or even more. And so you can't wait a year to build credibility with your team. So what what I want to share with you here is, first of all, do away with the idea or the notion that building a track record of success only happens when you succeed in these really, really big goals or, or you know, these big completions of projects or big deliverables like that. Instead, recognize uh, that you are building credibility in all of the little small wins. And in fact, I believe, you know, like the, the book I alluded to, the, the Leadership Challenge talks about credibility is the foundation of your leadership. I believe that you're building a better foundation when you're building that foundation with really small wins, not these big rocks of success that, you know, would be a project completion or something like that. You're building a better foundation when you're building it with these small wins. Okay, so again, building 
a history of success, building credibility, do away with this idea that you're only building credibility when you are delivering these big results, these big successes for your team. Those are certainly building credibility, but again, I see those as just kind of gravy on top, if you will, right? Uh, those are um, added benefit to growing your credibility. You want to add that to little small successes. Now, what does that look like? Okay. So one of the first things that I teach is it relates to building credibility and these small wins is that as a leader, I teach that one of the most important things that you can do is to build an attitude within yourself that you will always do what you say you will do. Do what you say you will do. Now, let me explain how this works, okay? Especially if you're in a situation like me where you're brand new to a team, they they don't know you at all, really. They don't know very much about you, only what you have done intentionally to build some relationships and things like that. They know very little about you. And so you don't have this history of success and you need to build credibility well before you can deliver that first big success, that first big deliverable or that first big goal. And so what your team is looking for, they're looking for even the smallest of evidence that you can build a, a track record, a history of success. And in my opinion, the, the smallest element of success there that your team is looking for is just simply, do you do what you say you will do? Uh, so how this plays out, you know, we I teach that one of the most powerful tools for building relationships is the one-on-one -on -one meeting with those team members that report to you, a regularly scheduled one-on-one -on -one meeting with them. Now, in that meeting, uh, your team member might bring to your attention some struggle they're having, some some challenge they're having. And there may be something that you as their leader can do to help them overcome that challenge. And so in that one-on-one -on -one meeting, you're going to tell that, that team member, hey, I understand your challenge. I understand how difficult that is. I think I can help you with that. So I'm going to go do this. It is super important that as a leader, you then go and do whatever it is you've just committed to that team member. When you do that, in the mind of that team member, you've just begun to build credibility. Right? That is a win. That is a success. You're, you have built, uh, started to build a track record of success. He told me he would do that. He did it. It helped me overcome that struggle. That's a credibility win, right? That That is building credibility in that team member for you as a leader, okay? So it, it's the really small things. Just simply do what you say you will do. Start there. That's the small wins that will build credibility. And whether you're in a one-on-one -on -one meeting and you're committing to do something, or maybe you're standing in front of the entire organization in some type of all-hands meeting or something like that, and someone asks a question, and that question, or, or makes a comment, and that question or comment kind of leads to an action item for you, some some something that you can do for the team, and you acknowledge or you say to the, yeah, I'll, I'll take care of that for you, be sure that you do that. In fact, I, I'll tell the leaders this, it would be better 
if you just kind of completely acknowledged with your team or team member that you can't do anything for that situation. It would be better just to tell them, look, I know that's a struggle and I know it's probably really painful. I wish I could help you with that, but I just can't. It'd be better for you to tell them that than it would be to say, yeah, let me see if I can help you with that. I'll try this and I'll try that. And then you really don't do anything, right? You don't, you don't actually do those things that you've just talked to your team about doing. It would be better just to outright acknowledge to them that you can't do anything for them. Or, or honestly, at times, because you're, you're kind of coaching or you're mentoring, it's not that you can't do something for them. It's that you won't do something for you. You're deciding not to do that for them. And, and that's a coaching and a mentoring opportunity and probably an, a topic for a different episode. But that's in a situation where they share a challenge with you. And yes, you could go do something and it would remove that challenge for them. But really what they need to do is on their own. They need to learn how to get through this for themselves. And so it's better in that moment for you to just acknowledge and, and talk, coach them through, hey, you know what? Yeah, you know, I, I could go over here and I could do this and, and it would remove that. But really, I, you need to kind of learn from this experience so that you can navigate this on your own going forward. So it's it's really, really important that if you're going to say you're going to do something, you must follow up, you must complete that task, and you must do that in a timely manner. Now, logistically, what does this look like? Um, what I would recommend is you can you can use any t- lots of different tools or whatever that you can use for the purpose of keeping track of those things that you are making commitments to. And I think this is really, really important. Because so oftentimes we, I won't say nonchalantly, but I believe we kind of almost subconsciously, we make these commitments to our teams. We say these things to our team members um, and we don't remember it, right? So again, I'm sitting in one of those one-on-one meetings and a team member shares a challenge with me and I tell that team member, you know, hey, I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to talk to so-and-so and help you with that. And almost, again, I don't want to say nonchalantly, but we just kind of say, yeah, I'll go talk to so-and-so. And it doesn't really register in our mind that we must now go talk to that person. And we then get busy with the next meeting or the email or the task at hand, and we totally forget about that. So it's important that you use some kind of mechanism to take notes so that you know exactly what those actions that you need to do right? Because you've, you've said you would do it. Now you need to do it. Um, for me, that tool is just a pen and a notebook. Um, I'm, I guess I'm old school, but I just carry a notebook around with me and a pen. And, and when I make one of those commitments, uh, to a team member, I will write that down. I'll put a little box, uh, next to that statement so that I can come back later and check that off as having done that. Uh, there are lots of tools that you can use kind of to-do list kind of tools that are on your phone or, or a tablet, or even your computer. Uh, You can certainly use those if you want. One thing that I would caution you there, if you're going to use your phone or a computer or something like that, be sure you tell your team members what you're doing. If you're in a one-on-one meeting and you're going to go to your computer to take a note, be sure you tell your team member, hey, look, I'm I'm taking a quick note so that I can be sure that I do that for you, Um, just so that they don't believe or, or, or feel like you're being distracted from your conversation with them, or maybe you're checking email or something like that. Be sure you tell them 
Hey, look, I, I, let me take this note real quick and then, then I'll get back. Um, so just be sure you do that, but it's important that you use some mechanism, some tool to keep track of these things that you've said you're going to do for your team so that you will be sure you do those because that's how important doing what you say you will do is it's building your credibility as a leader and those small wins like that are what builds a really, really good foundation and it builds it quickly. Yes, these are small wins, but it believe it builds that belief and that hope in your team members and it builds it really, really quickly. And it's a good, solid and firm foundation for your leadership. And then you will add to that eventually over time, you'll add to that these big wins, these goal accomplishment type wins, you'll add that to your credibility over time. So, so that that's credibility. That's the first variable in the leadership equation. And that's why it's important to you. And that's how you begin to build your credibility. Uh, maybe you've been in a team for a long time now and you have some history of success. You have some credibility, but you want to build it even better. Again, start with do what you say you will do. Um, and that will build the credibility for you. So I hope that's helped you. I hope that's, uh, uh, helped you understand credibility and how to build credibility. We will move on in the next episode. We're going to move to competence. So be sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. As we go through this, this series on the leadership equation, you certainly don't want to miss any of those episodes. So be sure you're subscribed to the podcast next week. We're going to talk about competence, but for now, my call to action for you is to go build your credibility as a leader, start doing what you say you will do. Hey, again, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for spending your time with me. I hope this has helped you in building your credibility. I also hope that you'll take advantage again of our leadership calculator. Head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator. Utilize our calculator for measuring your leadership effectiveness. Get the insight that you need for improving your leadership right away. So thanks so much for, again for tuning in. Until I speak to you again next week when we talk about competence, know that I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.